0: This is Unfiltered, episode 83 for January 28th, 2014. Now Obama wants action, and with the clock ticking on his second term, he's ready to tell Congress to get on board or step aside.
1: I'm also going to act on my own uh, if uh, Congress is deadlocked
0: executive actions rallying
2: businesses colleges and local leaders to the cause and developing programs that don't require congressional approval all part of obama's plan to bypass
3: congress
0: On this week's episode of Unfiltered, grab the popcorn, it's a special occasion, and we're throwing out the playbook and doing it live. Unfiltered is bringing you a play-by-play coverage of Obama's 2014 State of the Union. Plus, we'll fact-check the talking points, take your live calls, our follow-up, and much, much more on this week's episode of Unfiltered. Unfiltered.
2: Welcome again to another edition of Unfiltered, Jupiter Broadcasting's weekly show about the news that you should not be watching. We throw out all the pomp and circumstance and bring you the State of the Union play by play. My name is Chase Nunes and joining me every week at this time, Mr. Chris Fisher. Hey there, Mr.
0: Chase. Benny,
2: this is is huge. We got
0: a big show today. This is big. So we've been live for a little bit and uh, right now. I forgot to do one thing. What's that? Got to take off the jacket? No. What's that? Oh, you got your Jupiter Broadcasting. Yes. Nice. Good man. Good man. Yes. So uh, right now in the Jupiter Broadcasting News Headquarters, we've got multiple streams coming in, so that way coming we can in. pick and choose from so, the different coverage. And,
2: and we don't discriminate. If you if you put out a stream, we're yeah. putting it on the yeah. air. You know,
0: I got Bill. I got Bill O'Reilly right here, actually, right now. It's... It's not Bill, but you and, get my point.
2: And then I got CNN over here on my screen. Oh, by the way, they're just calling it right now, the chamber to order. Uh, Boner is, uh, is actually talking it's to actually everybody. It's yeah. yeah. It, it turns just, out. Yeah, <laughs> I but he actually, he's speaking right now. Let's go ahead and pot it up.
1: Into the, chamber. the gentleman from Virginia, Mr. Cantor. The gentleman from California, Mr. McCarthy. The gentleman from Oregon, Mr. Walden. The gentleman from Oklahoma, Mr. Langford. It's just a procedural. The gentleman woman now. from
0: Kansas, Miss Jenkins. All right, they're about to get started. So, yeah, uh, so they're they're they before uh, they're we get into the meeting right now. Yes. I want to thank our unfiltered supporters.
2: Oh my god, they are awesome, all right here at the they? top. We are yes. now
0: sitting at three hundred and forty-one unfiltered Wait, supporters. My bell?
2: Amazing. Wait, Hold I need on. to give some bells for that because our we've we've ransacked only, the studio. We've chase. not only surpassed the three thirty-three number, but we are going forward.
0: <laughs> Watch out, Chase. <laughs> yeah. So I want to say a very special thank you to Matt R. That's your two, Oh, I don't have Jason, it in front of me. All right, You'll have to read it. Jason T. James E., Christine C, or Christian C, Mike G, Kenneth L, Mike, Jason G, and Jordan E. You guys brought us to 341 filter Supporters. What is an Unfiltered Supporter? An Unfiltered Supporter gets downloadable pre- and post-show. We call it the Supporters Show. It's mixed together. You get a whole bunch of clips this week. It's extra more. It's just even more valuable than ever because we banged through a whole bunch of NSA developments in the supporter Show, so that way we could clear room here in the main show for this uh, special event. Yep. So if you want to hear that stuff and you're a supporter, good news. You get all the clips, and it's in there already for you. How about that? Yep. You're welcome. You also get a BitTorrent sync where you can download those files, plus all of the source files that make this show, all the clips, all the artwork, all the You get the notes. complete
2: archive, so you know where we're pulling our information from. You can form your own opinions. We mm-hmm. want you to do your background checks mm-hmm. and research, and you, have and the you source get all, that. You get right all the there. sources. Boom. We give it all to you.
0: Also, uh, we, uh, we have uh, a newsletter that goes out after every single episode, and you keep us on the air, so you can become an unfiltered supporter by going to jupiterbroadcasting.com and popping the link that we have in every Show notes for every episode. It's $5 a month, keeps us on the air.
2: And this is how we are able to do a show like this because we don't have to worry about sponsors. All we have to worry about is you, Jupiter, supporters of of, of this show. Mm -hmm. That's all we are concerned about because, you know, if we appease you guys and keep you guys happy and informed and educated –
0: We've done our job. We've done our job. That's the only people we have to, that's that's only we we have to have report to. to.
2: That's, we, all we do is report to you.
0: So we have also some, some of the NSA developments in the show notes this week. If we have some dead time, we'll get to some of those. But, of course, we have the info about the leaky apps like Angry Birds. That's in there, including... The spread, the, uh, the PowerPoint slide where they say, Golden Nugget, it's the perfect scenario. You can target uploaded photos to social media sites uh, taken with a mobile device. What can we get? Everything. It's still
2: frustrating to me that there's They're not... They're so happy
0: about it. Well, now. not only that, but
2: it still frustrate, uh, frustrates me that there's not a large number of Americans that are
0: not like, up in
2: arms and frustrated Well, over and speaking this kind of that,
0: of like there was just an interview with Edward Snowden. We'll have a link to the English version in our show notes, yeah. and it's getting zero play. It's getting zero play in the mainstream media, even though it's pretty it's pretty informational, I thought. So I was a little disappointed in that. All right, so now we have some honorable people showing up.
2: Yeah, um, so uh, just give everybody a kind of a, a preview of what we're going to do tonight. So obviously, uh, we're going to have the State of the Union address. Mm-hmm. The president's going to speak. There's going to be a lot... Of a clapping and applaud, so we'll probably <laughs> we we'll, 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 we'll pot that down and, yeah. and kind of insert our comments in the yeah. dead spots. Yeah, and then after the president speaks, the Republican response comes, and right. I don't know if you knew this, but uh, Representative Kathy McMorris Rogers from the great state of Washington Hey-o. will be given the response. And uh, for those who don't know, she's number four in command. I mean, you go down the succession, she's number four. She's up there, huh? So so she's uh you know. She's actually got a little... Hold bit- on,
0: Chase. You're crushing my stereotypes of the right wing and women.
2: I know. But you know what? By the way, she she had three babies while serving in Congress. That's <laughs> respect. I uh, mean, so, you know, she, she's a cool... And actually, full disclosure, I used to work for her brother in my very first job out of high school. So I actually... I don't know her but i know of her brother through proxy that's interesting yeah it's really cool
0: and we also have our assorted guests of disgruntled internet users <laughs> informed Dis- and angry i like to call them yes uh joining us in the mump room hey there guys hello hello thank you for joining us greetings
3: hey hey
0: you guys so uh we're just getting started right now um just a little trivia here the uh, first state of the union was actually in first televised tell yes yes was in 1947 Uh, but before then, like way, way back, they would call them cheese days. I think this is true. I might be getting the details wrong, but it was an open house at the white house and you could just come in and chillax with the president and eat cheese and just talk about this stuff. And it was one of these very low key, like open, open house events at the white house where the general public could just come down and sit down with the president of the United States and just talk about what's bugging them and eat a little bit of cheese. Isn't that? not that sound like impossible in a way? <laughs> that sounds like completely ridiculous. But no. I actually think it's true. Maybe it's I, not. Well, no. I mean, it's you know, it's a state now. We, yeah. I, I have cheese with Obama. I'm just saying. You actually, technically, we had cheese so tonight. Can we rename Linux Unplugged Cheese Days? <laughs> this is a cheese day right here, guys. This is a cheese. Just day. Right say, here. I love Colby cheese. All right, so the, oh, what do uh, we got on the uh, CNN feed? There, so on Chase.
2: the CNN feed, we have the. Uh, What's going on? Set the, the scene. we got Wolf, but uh, Justice, uh, <laughs> thanks, Wolf, for <laughs> just uh, telling me. Introduced I, earlier Wolf, I'm trying to, to do a job here. Wolf, joint chiefs. Wolf. Wolf. Of staff, uh, they Wolf. Wolf. Were there.
0: Uh, Wolf is rude. The <sighs> Hold on. To
2: be, uh, coming in. He's oh, playing in the music still.
0: He just goes on autopilot when the music comes on. All right, so so Wolf, as
2: as I was going to share with you guys, <laughs> the Supreme Court justices jump in. They're in there. They're in the front row. They get a nice seat. Uh, the one thing you'll notice uh, during the course of the speech, if you're watching the video version of the speech somewhere, they don't clap. They do
0: not clap.
2: Hmm. You know, they just you know. So, so let's talk a
0: little bit about uh, kind of
2: what we expect to see. Oh, Mrs. Obama just showed up, yep, by the way. Yep,
0: that means the Obamas are there. They're uh, here. So uh, everyone's expecting this to focus heavily on the economy. Um, everyone's expecting, uh, uh, immigration to be addressed and also, uh, gun control. I, um,
2: well, we know that the president is going to issue an executive order with this has already been leaked to raise the federal minimum wage for con federal contract employees to ten ten an hour. Uh, um,
0: she looks so uncomfortable next to this guy. Oh, wow. Uh, Mrs. Obama looks like she's really in awkward town right now. That well,
2: was- you know, he's. Yeah, yeah, disabled. Easy. Yeah,
0: it's and he. Uh, he seems to be very taken by her too, which is great. Uh, so I'm I I have I'm I'm going in. I don't want to cloud anyone's, um, uh, interpretation of what Obama's about to say. But I expect, I expect that we're what we're going to hear from Obama is Obama sort of codifying his Congress is a mess and we
2: need to get together. You guys need to you. We need to work together. I
0: think he's going to say I'm going to take executive action. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to. Do what I can, Hold where on, I, can, the, uh, I can, The
2: announcement of the the arrival of some... Oh, wait, not the president. I I don't want to miss this. The, uh, the actual right. announcement, here's the president of the United States. This is uh, this is actually uh, the senators and stuff.
1: Somebody's clapping right into the mic. Listen to that. I hate that.
0: Here, I'll try the other feed here. All right. Let's see what we got on the other feed. Do they have any
2: commentation on the other feed at all?
0: Uh No, I don't think so. I'm not hearing anything now. I I guess... No, it's not. It's just silent right now. Oh, wait. It's just like... No, a- no,
2: they had, just have a faint open mic.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so it looks like the senators or some committees... Oh,
2: there's uh, uh, Eric Holder.
0: Yeah, and there, of course, uh, there's uh, John F. Kerry. John F. Carey.
3: <laughs>
0: John Watermelon Kerry. <Carey. laughs>
2: yeah, that's right. The, the cabinet walked by here along with the uh, vice oh, president. Oh, that's uh, what it is. This is the cabinet. That's uh, that's what she was... So the here. assistant surgeon at our arms was there. Uh, I always, I always like uh, what was the the movie The American President, where you know, Mister President or Mister Mister Chairman, the President of the United States. I always liked that announcement. I don't know why. I like that pomp and circumstance kind of thing.
0: Oh, Crossroads in, uh, info, uh, informs me that it was only President Jackson who did the cheese thing.
2: Oh, okay. Well, I was fair only enough. one
0: president. Yeah, I, I, I saw that today. Was, was he go a Green by. Bay
2: fan? I don't know. No, he
0: just liked cheese, Chase. <clears throat> Although it turns out it gave him gas. Gave him gas. <laughs>
2: That's yeah. uh. That's good to know. Uh, late breaking news here on Unfilter.
0: Oh, this is a good little bit of extra info. In 1988, Ronald Reagan's famous State of the Union, where he took a big stack of papers to represent bureaucracy and just dropped it right there on the podium during the wow. speech. Yeah. That's a good one.
2: He will announce those very, very, Is there going to be a stat of when they first introduced the teleprompter to the State of the Union? That's, I don't think so, Chase. That's what I want to
3: know.
0: Yeah. A nod to President Andrew Jackson's 1837 White House when he... he Uh, had a 1,400 pound block of cheddar and he invited anyone to come meet with him and other administration staff. That's a lot of cheddar. That is a late-breaking wind. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I, I, late-breaking wind. So I think um, and immigration, I think, is going to be one of those things they'll discuss that essentially both the right and left are going to come to an agreement on because it's good politics I swear,
2: I might lose it if the president says the job situation is
0: getting better. So that's what I was wondering is if you think he's going to talk about jobs. I mean, he, has to, right? he has to because
2: before the end of the year, the, the, one of the big points was, hey, we need to get back to it. We have... 1.1 million people are losing unemployment benefits. The jobs are not there, even though the numbers are improving, because a lot of people are falling off the the stats now. Yeah. So,
4: well, I'll tell you what, Chase. He's only going to say things that will make him look good. So, well, he doesn't have to worry about, about looking good anymore. Those, though. Those. Well, I know he doesn't, but you know, even even in the end, it's better for the party, for his party, to have him looking good. Well, let me ask so. you guys
0: this politically, like. Isn't the danger of taking big political risk here that people, can, people, his com, his competitors can then use that as like bargaining chips with him and say, "Look, if you don't want to have a lame duck presidency towards the end of your presidency, you got to give on these things you in order for us to sides. give on your things." Yeah, yeah. So if he if he if he declares too much, then he's sort of putting all his cards on the table and sort of neutering his remaining term. Right? Isn't that how you end up with a lame duck in office? Or yeah, of I,
4: I'd I'd be careful about having those executive order threat coming out because you don't know how people are going to respond to that, especially with the craziness that the Republican Party has in the the small faction that's there.
0: Uh, crossroads in the chat room updates us again says Eisenhower Chase was the first president to use the teleprompter.
2: Wow, what a st- p- stat
0: pull.
5: <laughs> <laughs> no problem guys.
2: Uh, how did you find that? W- was that on a like a rear projection system <laughs> or did you <laughs> check the archives? Or, no no no, you uh, know
5: what, I'll link it. Give me a second. You know what the
2: it was a, it was like Saturday night live. Someone was holding cue cards up for the president, right? And they were just dropping cue cards. Right probably. For, yeah, for him.
0: Yeah, I don't know if they I don't know exactly what they have for <laughs> teleprompters. I guess if you had cameras, you had to have teleprompters. Pretty so.
2: Quick. So even the government is not on time right now. President Obama was supposed to enter the chamber at six, uh, our time nine Eastern, and uh, right now uh, everybody's just still kind of chit chatting as the cabinet enters.
0: Apparently, there is a teleprompters enthusiast site called Advanced Prompting Systems where they have facts about the teleprompter. <laughs> and that's where Crossroads found this.
5: Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. What can I say about I like teleprompters? Sue me. Yeah. yeah.
0: I guess. Uh, it's interesting. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think you'd be able to find that. I, um, so Linux King says I'm being a leftist here. I'm just saying, I mean, it would, wouldn't it be true if it was, uh, Bush too? If Bush laid out what his goals were, then uh, wouldn't he be sort of forfeiting his ability to properly negotiate because people could hold those over his head? I would think it's the same. Uh, let's check in with Fox News and see where they're at with their What's coverage. Going with Fox.
4: So I think it's inappropriate, actually, for the uniformed military to be at what has become a pep rally.
1: It's equally undignified under both parties. Indeed, Ronald Reagan, in a way, accelerated turning this into melodrama by putting poor Lenny Scutnik in the, in the gallery one night. Always we, so we,
2: we so Obviously, I caught the tail a end of, of that Americans last comment, sure but I don't know who's people. speaking.
3: Yeah, I but can't say I can't pronounce the, the same guy last week. I couldn't the
0: pronounce it
2: but he's uh, he's all Rather saying that the Congress military shouldn't the be there in uniform. I mean, con- they're, they're, the uniforms, Congress, yeah. uh, they're in dress uniform. They're representatives of the our government, just as much as the justices then, are, uh, just as much McCarthy as Congress are. Uh, they, right there, Kirsten, why wouldn't they be there? The, the Joint Chiefs, the right? I mean, why wouldn't they be there?
0: Dealing with an executive action because he can't get it through this Congress.
6: Right. Well, the question remains, really, what he's talking about, and the White House has been hinting out this even leading up to the speech all of these executive orders that are going to happen, but nobody really knows what they are. But
2: you know what? The the funny thing here is the the president, our current President Obama, is not the first president in the long historical line of presidents to summon and, and write Executive orders, right? Yeah, yeah. So for for now, obviously that's Fox. It they're, seems they're, like they're picking on that fact.
0: Okay, here's here's my uh, can I can I just um, just uh, I'll just full on fry a little conspiracy bacon real oh,
2: quick. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, this batch of conspiracy mm. bacon comes to us from Glendale, California.
0: I have felt like since Obama took office, one of the best and most intelligent and longest games he has played since he came into office has been this systematic campaign against Congress, and they totally deserve it, because they are a bunch of screw-ups, right? That's not conspiracy, that's true. (laughs) Right. But I believe Obama, secretly, all along, the most consistent campaigning he's done has been to to trash Congress and increase the power of the, of the executive office. Let's that's look at true. what he's done. When he came into office, he didn't turn down any of executive power that the previous presidents had pulled, right? Yeah, that's true. And he's only expanded and increased it while diminishing Congress's power. And I, I, I think that this has been all a bit of a campaign about centralizing power in the executive office. Now, why would you want to do that? Well, the executive office is behind some of the more controversial things.
5: say,
3: oh! but,
0: but, Chris, you know what, though? So Congress cr- has the power within
2: themselves to do something about it, but they can't
0: because they're so fucking deadlocked that they don't. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm not saying they don't totally have it coming. Right. I mean, they're, he's absolutely leveraging an opportunity that has been given to him by an incompetent Congress. Yeah. But I think that this, I wouldn't be surprised if this State of the Union, and I could be way off on this, is sort yeah. of like the accumulation of all of these years of campaigning. Here's, here's our proof. Nobody likes him.
6: Speaker! The President of the United States!
3: Yeah!
1: I like that. I like that. That's so cool. Yay. As uh, as you'll see with the members of the House and the Senate, there's a special escort committee.
0: Are we going to hear it again?
6: (laughs) Mr. Speaker. Of the United
0: States. Yeah, so we have different, we have feeds at different spots, which is great because we can go back and look at stuff. We can do instant replays. All right, so we got about a seven second delay on the
2: CNN feed yeah. as opposed to the, the White House feed. feed.
0: Yeah. That's pretty good. And
2: That's- it looks like uh, White House is using uh, YouTube technology from Google to uh, push that. And there's Obama coming down the crowd, shaking hands. Now, this is going to take him at least about five to seven minutes to get down the aisle. <laughs> But And, you know, I'd love to get one of those handheld uh, counters and see how many times he says, thank you. Thank you. Oh, jeez. Oh, thank you. Oh, thanks for showing up. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he puts his hands. Oh, thanks. Thanks to be here.
0: You know, uh, you know. sometimes when they look out in crowds and they smile, I, I've read that like they've been trained to do that and they're sometimes not even looking at anybody in particular. They're but, just
2: smiling. Yeah. Because <laughs>
0: they're trained to act like they are acknowledging people in the audience because there's usually somebody in that general area you just looked at or pointed at And that they will think assume it's, it's them. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that's, that's kinda... a little
2: screwed up, though. Like you're just faking it. It's a little insincere. Yeah. 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 I but... will say this, though. He Mr. President is is pretty good in regards to like I don't know if he really does care or not.
0: But, you know, he uh, puts a hand out and he goes, hey, it's good to see you. And it's good to it, see you. Thank you for coming. Let me it, kiss you on the cheek. It, oh, it I got feels, some of your makeup on my lips. It feels genuine. It feels genuine. Well, he is the highest paid, most well-trained actor in the union. Oh. No, maybe not the highest paid, actually. <laughs> paid in a different way. No, yeah, he's definitely Lowest not, paid.
2: Yeah, he, remember, he works in the government. Right. If he worked in the private sector, he'd be making uh, how many thousands of millions per appearance somewhere?
0: So tell me about the uh, uh, Clinton Foundation again.
2: Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, that's not fair. <laughs>
5: <laughs> he's always seemed to me to be a pretty genuine Guy, but then again, of course, it could be acting.
0: Yeah, it's, well, that's know, Obama's strong suit is to really give a lot of, of good rhetoric um, and, you know, enough that everybody really buys into it and thinks this is, something's going to develop from this. And yeah. then, yeah, the truth usually is n- not nearly as impressive.
4: Don't forget the dramatic pause in every sentence.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, people aren't drinking. Well, so, well, for every pause. Some of it, some of it's that's an dra- effective
5: speech giving though. Well, some of it's yeah, dramatic,
2: no. and some of it is just because his his mind is turning, and he doesn't want to throw out us.
0: You know, if you want to look back at what an ironclad actor Obama is, though, you look at that speech he gave. Just a couple of days or weeks before Snowden's revelations, where he was talking about how we need to have a conversation about our anti-terrorism tactics, and you know, you know what speech I'm talking about, right? And you, you could see that's a man because I, I would bet if you look, if you could track back the timelines, the Guardian had already talked to the White House about what they're about to reveal, so they already knew, now and so hands. they went out try to get ahead of it.
2: Now shaking hands, he actually gave Ruth Ginsburg a hug. Ooh, uh, he's uh, and also gave a kiss to. Uh, Judge Sonia Sotomayor. And now he's uh, shaking hands
0: with. That the, was uh, an awkward shake, wasn't it? Yeah, he's now That shaking. was more like a hand squeeze. No, he's on the
2: pedestal. He's
0: Celebrity a... time, you guys.
2: Yep. So, uh. So, yeah, now the, the, what the president does is he. Uh,
0: oh, man, our lights just flickered here at GBHQ. Yeah. That's all right. We're fine. Hopefully, we're fine. now yeah, we're fine. Did he just give Boehner a little bit of a hard time there? Uh, uh.
2: Yeah, I'm watching your feed, and um, it looks like he just kind
0: of slapped the podium where Boehner, about where Boehner's PP would be.
2: Now, what will happen is they'll they'll call to order. He won't actually start speaking right away yet. And then the president, see the two envelopes on his podium. He will actually hand those are copies of his speech uh, to uh, to both of those guys. And uh, here he is, folks, President Obama.
5: Can
0: you hear Obama. Er-
2: those banner, are you going to yeah, hand banner. us our speeches or what? Yeah. I think that's what he said. It
0: is. All right. President Obama. I like how they just talked to him like
1: like he's
2: just a casual dude.
1: Members hey, of Congress, I have the high privilege and distinct honor of presenting God, he to you the The President of the United States. <laughs> that is such a lie. I wouldn't I wouldn't blame him.
0: Yeah, that's true. I've been drinking myself, so it's understandable. Welcome, Mr. Obama. Welcome to the Unfiltered Show. Thank you. No, thank you.
1: Hello, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you.
2: No, thank you. I told you. And Hello, uh, everybody.
1: <laughs> thank you. <laughs> there you go. Thank you so much. No, thank Amen. you.
4: All
2: right, here we go.
1: Mr. Speaker. Yeah. Mr. Vice President.
2: And the Unfiltered Show. Members
1: of Congress. My fellow Americans. That's me. Today in America, a teacher spent extra time with a student who needed it and did her part to lift America's graduation rate to its highest levels in more than three decades. Hmm. An entrepreneur flipped on the lights in her tech startup and did her part to add to the more than eight million new jobs our businesses have created over the past four years. for which country, though. An auto worker fine-tuned some of the best, most fuel-efficient cars in the world and did his part to help America wean itself off foreign oil. Mm. A farmer prepared for the spring after the strongest five-year stretch of farm exports in our history. A rural doctor gave a young child the first prescription to treat asthma that his mother could afford. It was called cannabis from Canada. A man took the bus home from the graveyard shift, bone-tired, but dreaming big dreams for his son. Was he just making these up? I don't know. And in tight-knit communities all across America, fathers and mothers will tuck in their kids, put an arm around their spouse, remember fallen comrades, and give thanks for being home from a war that after 12 long years is finally coming to an end.
2: This video angle is different on CNN. Typically, they shoot it a little bit higher. They're a little bit lower this time. More different from the White House. Shoot. Very interesting. So, so, as any good storyteller, he's setting up the story right now because Tonight, he's going to introduce this chamber idea.
1: speaks with one voice to the people we represent. It is you. Our citizens who make the state of our union strong. Oh, boy, we already got it. There it is already. Yeah, see, I told you. Take a shot, didn't and I, are the results of your efforts the lowest unemployment rate in the ah, last five years. I do it! A rebounding housing market. Wow. A manufacturing sector that's adding jobs for the first time since the 1990s. More oil produced. More oil produced at home than we buy from the rest of the world. The first time that's happened in nearly 20 years. The most cancer spread. Which is really stuff that Bush started. Our deficits, cut by more than half. And for the first time, for the first time in over a decade, business leaders around the world have declared that China is no longer the world's number one place to invest. America is. Unless you're worried about the NSA.
3: Yeah, exactly.
0: Oh, that's, that's
1: getting some applause. They don't like China. Screw you, China. That's why I believe this can be a breakthrough year for America. Oh, he's fired up. He's ready to go. Five years of grit and determined effort. Grit. The United States is better positioned for the 21st century than any other nation on earth. The not just a grit. The question for everyone in this chamber, running through every decision we make this year, is whether we are going to help or hinder this progress. For several years now, this town has been consumed by a rancorous argument over the proper size of the federal government. So I'm going to fix it with one speech. It's an important debate. No, he's going to lay very fine Congress, watch. When that debate prevents us mm, he from right carrying now, yeah. out even the most basic See, functions of our democracy, when yeah. uh, our difference is shut down government, info screen, yeah. or the full faith and credit of the United States, then we are not doing right by the American people.
4: That's going to sting. That's
2: going to sting. And that's, that's a blame on both sides. Both yeah. sides.
1: Now, as president, I'm committed to making Washington work better mm-hmm. and rebuilding the trust of the people who sent us here. Mm-hmm. And I believe most of you are too. Last month, thanks to the work of Democrats and Republicans, Congress finally produced a budget that undoes some of last year's severe cuts to priorities like education. They finally did a job. Nobody got everything they wanted, and we can still do more That's a bit unfair. to invest in this country's future while bringing down our deficit in a balanced way. But the budget compromise should leave us freer to focus on creating new jobs, not creating new crises. And in the coming months... But I thought we had enough jobs, Mr. President. I thought we were improving. In the coming months, let's see where else we can make progress together. Let's make this a year of action. That's what most Americans want. Yeah. For all of us in this chamber to focus on their lives their hopes their aspirations and what i believe unites the people of this nation regardless of race or region or party young or old rich or poor is the simple profound belief in opportunity for all the notion that if you work hard and take responsibility you can get ahead in america
0: God, you know how many years i've heard that you right can right. pay your debts if, if you work hard you will make it you can at least pay your debts and die. Let's face it. Don't forget taxes.
1: That belief has suffered some serious blows. Oh yeah. Now people can't even pay their debts. For more than three decades, if you work, the majority the of people can make it. Hit, massive shifts in technology and global competition had eliminated a lot of good middle-class jobs. And policies. And weakened mm-hmm. the economic foundations that families depend on. Today, after four years of economic growth, corporate oh. profits and stock prices Lord have Trump. rarely been higher. And those at the top have never done better. But average wages have barely budged. Inequality has deepened. Upward mobility has stalled. The cold hard fact is that even in the midst of recovery, too many Americans are working more than ever just to get by, let alone to get ahead. I'll say that. That's so true. And too many He's speaking still truth. aren't working at all. Wow. How true is that? So, so what are you going to do? Nothing? Our job is to reverse these trends. Yeah, good luck. It won't happen right away, and we won't agree on everything. Or anything. But what I offer tonight is a set of concrete, practical proposals to speed up growth, strengthen the middle class, and build new ladders of opportunity into the middle class. Some require congressional action, and I'm eager to work with all of you. But America does not stand still, and neither will I. Here we so go. wherever and whenever I can take steps without legislation to expand opportunity for more American families, that's what I'm going to do.
4: Call that. That's going to cost him bad with the Republican Party.
1: More power to the executive branch. More power. More power.
2: I vote to suspend the Congress. We don't give
1: need Congress. special powers. As usual. As Chancellor. Our First Lady. Sorry. <laughs> That's a good example. Michelle's... As chancellor of this new republic
2: of the well, galaxy Empire.
3: Oh, geez,
0: we're standing for Michelle. Everybody stand for Michelle real quick. It's
1: like, now, nah, I'm good.
4: Michelle, the don't boy, stand. Michelle's happy.
1: Michelle's stand for nobody. Michelle's Let's Move partnership with schools, businesses, local leaders has helped bring down childhood obesity rates for the first time in 30 years. And that's an achievement that will improve lives and reduce healthcare costs for decades to come. The Joining Forces Alliance that Michelle and Jill Biden launched has already encouraged employers to hire or train nearly 400,000 veterans and military spouses. I think the gal on the
0: far right is Biden's latest wife, the blonde.
1: Yeah, she is. They introduced her when she came in. Taking a page from that playbook, the White House just organized a college opportunity summit where already 150 universities, businesses, nonprofits have made concrete commitments to reduce inequality in access to higher education and to help every hardworking kid go to college and succeed when they get to campus. And across the country, we're partnering with mayors, governors, and state legislatures on issues from homelessness to marriage equality. The point is, there are millions of Americans outside of Washington who are tired of stale political arguments and are moving this country forward. They believe, and I believe, Mm. that here in America, our success should depend not on accident of birth, but the strength of our work ethic and the scope of our dreams. That's what drew our forebears here. That's how the daughter of a factory worker is CEO of America's largest automaker. Immigration policy.
0: Yeah, we're getting there. We're ramping up. Yeah.
1: He's setting the table. How the son of the barkeep is Speaker of the House. Wow.
0: Giving Boehner a call. Wow. Nice. Giving Boehner, giving the thumbs up on that one. Not bad. Everybody, let's get Look at Boehner (laughs) laughing. It's nice props. Nice
1: props. Wow. That's, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. How the son of a single mom can be president of the greatest nation on earth. Aww.
6: Well. Self indulgence.
0: Dolphin they get an arrow over to Obama. That's funny.
4: Narcissist.
1: Opportunity is who we are. Ooh. Go, go. The defining project of our generation innovation. must be to restore oh. that promise. Oh, okay. the we know where to start. The best measure of opportunity is access to a good job. With the economy picking up speed, companies say they intend to hire more people this year. And over half of big manufacturers say they're thinking of insourcing jobs from abroad. How about that?
0: Insourcing. Yeah, that, that's where you fly the Indians so to
1: work here in that the U.S.
0: with H uh, <laughs>
2: 1B visas. Both Democrats and
1: Republicans have argued that our tax code is riddled with wasteful, complicated loopholes for that, for 20 that years. punish businesses investing here and reward companies that keep profits abroad. I've said let's this on the that show. Let's flip that equation. Mm-hmm. Let's work together to close those loopholes and those incentives to ship jobs overseas and lower tax rates for businesses that create jobs right here at home.
2: I support that. I've supported that in my entire message on this show. Will that happen, in this happen. Congress? It will not happen. Too much money involved. Follow the money. I agree. The money. I agree. Sounds good on paper,
1: but it will never happen. Moreover, we can take the money we save from this transition to tax reform to create jobs rebuilding our roads, upgrading our ports, unclogging our commutes. He's
0: pulling this one from previous because in speeches. in today's
1: global economy, first-class jobs gravitate to first-class infrastructure. We'll need Congress to protect more than 3 million jobs by finishing transportation and waterways bills this summer. I will, say,
4: I will say that that is
2: really but, needed.
1: Yeah, but I'll act but on totally. my own to slash bureaucracy and streamline the permitting process for key projects so we can get more construction workers on the job as fast as possible. The oil pipeline. Oh, look at this. Wow. We also have the chance right now to beat other countries in the race for the next wave of high-tech manufacturing jobs. And my administration's launched two hubs for high-tech manufacturing in Raleigh, North Carolina, and Youngstown, Ohio. Well, look at them showing the connected iPhone. businesses to research universities that can huh. help America lead the world in advanced technologies. I think they'd show them. Tonight, actually. I'm announcing we'll launch six more this year. Bipartisan bills in both houses could double the number of these hubs and the jobs they create. So get those bills to my desk. Put more Americans back to work. So nothing's going to change in all of that. Okay. Let's do more to help the entrepreneurs and small business owners who create most new jobs in America. Over the past five years, my administration has made more loans to small business owners than any other. And when 98 percent of our exporters are small businesses, new trade partnerships with Europe and the Asia Pacific will help them create even more jobs. We need to work together on tools like Bipartisan Trade Promotion Authority to protect our workers, protect our environment, and open new markets to new goods stamped Made in the USA.
2: I said that, too. We need to make more stuff here. I agree with that. We'll of course, know.
1: yeah. I mean... The China. I don't know how much you can do with an executive order in that regard, though. A lot. Listen, China and Europe aren't standing on the sidelines. And neither neither should we. What about Russia? Are they just hanging out? We know that the nation that goes all in on innovation today... What about India? Will ...own the global Russia's economy. Russia's just chilling around.
5: on the Olympics right now.
1: Right. This is an edge America cannot surrender.
5: Did you expect him to list every country?
1: Federally funded research (laughs) helped lead to the ideas and inventions behind Google and smartphones. And that's why Congress should undo the damage done by last year's cuts to basic research. So we can unleash the next great American discovery.
2: And there has been a lot of cuts to science. Bring back the space program.
4: That was a bad decision.
1: There are entire industries to be built based on vaccines that stay ahead of drug resistant bacteria or paper thin material that's stronger than steel. That's cool. And let's pass a patent reform bill that allows our businesses to stay focused on innovation, not costly and needless litigation. Yeah. Sounds like patent trolling. One of the biggest factors in bringing more jobs back is our commitment to American energy. The all the above energy strategy I announced a few years ago is working, and today America is closer to energy independence than we have been in decades. The problem is we're about to ship it all off. One of the reasons why is natural gas. If extracted safely, it's the bridge fuel that can power our economy with less of the carbon pollution that you know, causes climate change. nuclear's not that bad, you guys. Businesses plan to invest almost $100 billion in new factories that use natural gas. Probably won't get a mention, though. I'll cut red tape to help states get those factories built and put folks to work. And this Congress can help by putting people to work building fueling stations that shift more cars and trucks from foreign oil to American natural gas.
2: Oh, more CNG
1: cars? What? Well,
2: no, that's not good.
1: It's a it's. Nope. it's Meanwhile, fracking. my administration will keep working with the industry to sustain production and jobs growth while strengthening protection of our air, our water,
0: the natural gas thing kind of makes sense. I mean, and we have while a we're at it, I'll use water. my authority to and it's a it's a, our it's a very portable energy source for
1: yeah. future generations. Plus, we have tons of it. Well, you can actually
5: get methane from landfills.
3: Right.
0: I mean, it does make sense as a, as a sort of a stopgap.
1: It's not just oil not and solution, natural no. gas production that's booming. Oh, here we go. We're becoming a global leader in solar, solar too. Oh, I don't... Every four minutes, another American home or business goes solar. Every panel pounded into place by a worker whose job though. cannot be outsourced. Let's continue that progress with a smarter tax policy that stops giving $4 billion a year to fossil fuel industries that don't need it. So we can invest more in fuels of the future that do
2: it costs the average home about fifteen to twenty thousand dollars. Not just solar, to, just to go to solar. Obviously, there's discounts involved, but it's still very expensive.
1: And even as we've increased energy production, we've partnered with businesses, builders, and local communities to reduce the energy we consume. When we rescued our automakers, for example. We worked with them to set higher fuel efficiency standards for our cars. In the coming months, I'll build on that success by setting new standards for our trucks so we can keep driving down oil imports and what we pay at the pump. No, it won't. taken together, our energy policy is creating jobs and leading to a cleaner, safer planet. The issue is the existing cars. Over the past eight years, the United States has reduced our total carbon pollution more than any other nation on Earth because we
4: have
2: the most
1: because the economy's in the crapper
2: no one's driving
1: but we have to act with more urgency because the changing climate is already harming western communities struggling with drought and coastal cities dealing with floods true that though that's why i directed my administration to work with states utilities and others to set new standards on the amount of carbon pollution our power plants are allowed to dump into the air the shift like, oh. The shift to okay. a cleaner energy economy won't happen overnight. And it will require some tough choices along the way. But the debate is settled. Climate change is a fact. And when our children's children look us in the eye and ask if we did all we could to leave them a safer, more stable world with new sources of energy, I want us to be able to say, Bye, yes, got- we did. Bed, Ready to go. The Finally, if we're serious about economic growth, it is time to heed the call of business leaders, labor leaders, faith leaders, law enforcement, and fix our broken immigration system. Here we go. Here we go. Go time now.
0: It's full on go time. Now, there's nothing too controversial here. The right and left want to
1: fix this up for their
0: voting numbers.
1: Republicans and Democrats in the Senate have acted. And I know that members of both parties in the House want to do the same. Independent economists say immigration reform will grow our economy and shrink our deficits by almost $1 trillion in the next two decades. More taxpayers. And for good reason. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. People come here to fulfill their dreams, to study, invent, pay taxes, contribute to our culture, work visas. They make our country a more attractive place for businesses to locate and create jobs for everybody. So let's get immigration reform done this year.
2: I mean, I'll say this, I'd rather have immigration reform over more H-1N visas or whatever.
1: That is going to be the reform. Yeah, I
2: mean, that will be the
0: reform.
3: Yeah.
1: The ideas I've outlined so far can speed up growth and create more jobs. But in this rapidly changing economy, we have to make sure that every American has the skills to fill those jobs.
2: Some of us do, Mr. President. The good news is
1: we know how to do it. Oh, good. Two years ago, as the auto industry came roaring back, oh, gosh. Andra Rush opened up a manufacturing firm in Detroit. Hey, that's you. She knew that Ford needed parts for the best-selling truck in America. Here. And she knew how to make those parts. Shut up, he's talking she about She just me. needed the workforce. So she dialed up what we call an American job center, places where folks can walk in to get the help or training they need to find a new job or a better job. All right. Mm-hmm. She was flooded with new workers.
2: Yes, she was. Yeah.
1: Today, Detroit Manufacturing System has more have than 700 yet. employees. Um, what? Now, what Andra and her employees experienced is how it should be for every employer and every job seeker. Um, what? And tonight, I've asked Vice President Biden oh, to boy. lead an across-the-board reform of America's training programs to make sure they have one mission, train Americans with the skills employers need and match them to good jobs that need to be filled right now. Huh. Part of the problem with that
2: though is then the employers are going to say, well, it's still not working. We need the H1. We can't
0: find qualified workers. We, we still can... call it. The, the requirements are made up. They're fake. They're, they're and and then we
2: have to pay them more money. And so we just don't, we just can't do that. Whoops.
1: That means more on the job training and more apprenticeships that set a young worker on an upward trajectory for life. It means connecting companies to community colleges that can help design training to fill their specific needs. And if Congress wants to help, you can concentrate funding on proven programs that connect more ready-to-work Americans with ready-to-be-filled jobs. There you go. Congress loves it when you tell them what to do. I'm also convinced no, they don't do we it can anyway. help Americans <laughs> return to the workforce faster by reforming unemployment insurance so that it's more effective in today's economy.
0: Yeah, we're just going to drop a bunch, bunch
1: of people but off. But first... This Congress needs to restore the unemployment insurance you just let expire for 1.6 million people. Wow,
2: he actually brought it up. I'm shocked. Good. Because I thought he wouldn't bring it up. Good. He didn't forget. Congress did. Good. Well, I mean, and let's
1: put the heat on him, right? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Let me tell you why. Okay. All right, please. Misty DeMars is a mother of two young boys. That's me. She'd been steadily employed since she was a teenager. That's true. Put herself through college. Wow. She'd never collected unemployment benefits, but she'd been paying taxes.
0: Yeah, hello, me too.
1: In May, she and her husband used their life savings to buy their first home. A week later, budget cuts claimed the job she
3: loved.
1: Last month, when their unemployment insurance was cut off, she sat down and wrote me a letter. The kind I get every day. We are the face of the unemployment crisis, she wrote.
0: She's about to cry. I'm not dependent
1: on the government. Our country depends on people like us who build careers, contribute to society, care about our neighbors.
2: I did write my Congress first. I'm confident
1: that in time I will find a job, I will pay my taxes, and we will raise our children in their own home and the community we love. Please <laughs> give us this chance. That room's mean. Congress, give these hard-working, responsible Americans that chance. I, give them that chance.
2: I, it's, it's true. It, 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 but the thing is, it's the same Congress with the policies that have been passed has chance. created this freaking mess.
5: Yeah. You know, I just feel that's something i to Kansas. I haven't bothered looking up the policies of my help district right
1: congressman. More important, this country or, needs them again. to the say. That's why I've been asking CEOs to give more long-term unemployed workers a fair shot at new jobs, a new chance to support their families. And in fact, this week, many care. will come to the White House to make that commitment real. Tonight, I ask every business leader in America to join us and do the same, because we are stronger when America fields a full team.
4: They won't listen to that, They'll
2: ignore it. Yeah, because right now the policies in
1: place are of course, against that. It's not enough to train today's workforce. We also have to prepare tomorrow's workforce by guaranteeing every child access to a world-class education.
5: Does that mean the entire country is getting Google Fiber?
1: Does everyone get college? I wish. As Steven Rodriguez couldn't speak a word of English when he moved to New York City at age nine. But last month, thanks to the support of great teachers and an innovative tutoring program, he led a march of his classmates through a crowd of cheering parents and neighbors from their high school to the post office where they mailed off their college applications. And this son of a factory worker just found out he's going to college this fall.
2: Going to college doesn't guarantee anything, man. Not at all. You put yourself more in debt. Five
1: years ago, we set out to change the odds for all our kids. We worked with lenders to reform student loans. And today, more young people are earning college degrees than ever before.
2: More young people who have college degrees can get Race jobs. Race to the
1: top, with the help of governors from both parties, has helped states raise expectations and performance.
5: That's why I, have, that's why I plan that's to have teachers my and employer pay for and my college.
1: From Tennessee to Washington, D.C. are making big strides in preparing students with the skills for the new economy. Problem solving, critical thinking, problem solving, science, technology, engineering, math.
4: It's not just young people now, some either. Of this change
1: is hard. It requires everything from more challenging curriculums and more demanding parents to better support for teachers and new ways to measure how well our kids think—not how well they can fill in a bubble on a test. But it is not worth it. Really? And it is working. The problem is we're still not reaching enough kids, and we're not reaching them in time, and that has to change. Research shows that one of the best investments we can make in a child's life is high-quality early education.
4: This was a lot of speech I heard.
1: Last year, I asked this Congress to help states make high-quality pre-K available to every four-year-old. And as a parent, as well as a president, I repeat that request tonight. But in the meantime, 30 states have raised pre-K funding on their own. They know we can't wait. So just as we worked with states to reform our schools, this year we'll invest in new partnerships with states and communities across the country in a race to the top for our youngest children. And as Congress decides what it's gonna do, I'm gonna pull together a coalition of elected officials, business leaders, and philanthropists willing to help more kids access the high-quality pre-K that they need. It is right for America. We need to get this done.
2: I mean, I I don't disagree with what he says here, how we need better education for kids. The the problem is they're so concerned about money and businesses, they... they,
1: Last year, I also pledged to connect 99% of our students to high-speed broadband over the next four years. Google Fiber! Fiber? Please! Tonight I can announce that with the (laughs) schools of the FCC and companies like Apple, Microsoft, Sprint, Net Neutrality? We've got a down payment to start connecting more than 15,000 schools and 20 million students over the next two years without adding a dime to the deficit. Wow. That's really good. That's great. That's great. That's really great. Holy shit, isn't it? We're working to redesign high schools and partner them with colleges and employers that offer the real-world education and hands-on training that can lead directly to a job and career.
5: Yes, please. please. We're shaking up
1: our system of higher education to give parents more information and colleges more incentive to offer better value so that no middle-class kid is priced out of a college education. We're offering millions the opportunity to cap their monthly student loan payments to 10 percent of their income. And I want to work with Congress to see how we can help even more Americans who feel trapped by student loan debt. I still don't know why you can't get an associate degree for free. And I'm reaching out to some of America's leading foundations and corporations on a new initiative to help more young men of color facing especially tough odds to stay on track and reach their full potential. The bottom line is, Michelle and I Want every child to have the same chance this country gave us. But we know our opportunity agenda won't be complete. And too many young people entering the workforce today will see the American dream as an empty promise unless we also do more to make sure our economy honors the dignity of work and hard work pays off for every single American. Now, today, Women make up about half our workforce, but they still make 77 cents for every dollar a man earns. That's white women. That is wrong. Minorities. And in 2014, it's an embarrassment. Women deserve equal pay for equal work. I agree. What can he do? Damn, I. What will do? Because
0: that should be addressed.
3: He tried to learn about right there, but right
0: You do the work, you earn the money.
1: Easy as that. She deserves to have a baby without sacrificing her job. Uh, They already have that. A mother deserves a day off to care for a sick child, a sick parent, without running into hardship. And you know what a father does, too? It is time to do away with workplace policies that belong in a Mad Men episode. This year, let's all come together, <laughs> oh, Congress, wow, the White wow. House, businesses from Wall Street to Main Street, to give every woman the opportunity she deserves, because I believe when women succeed, America succeeds. Fired up. Got to agree with America. Ready to go. Yeah.
5: He can talk a good game, but can he play a good game? I I
2: mean, it's just not him, though. It's obviously it's Congress. And that's why he's been so bashing on Congress because of these actions. I mean, the president
1: can apply pressure and set the tone. Women hold a majority of lower wage jobs. But they're not the only ones stifled by stagnant wages.
2: Here comes the minimum wage.
1: Americans understand that some people will earn more money than others. And we don't resent those who, by virtue of their efforts, achieve incredible success. That's what America's all about. But Americans overwhelmingly agree that no one who works full-time should ever have to raise a family in poverty. Mm. In the years since I asked this Congress to raise the minimum wage, Five states have passed laws to raise theirs. Many businesses have done it on their own. We're on the map, Chase. Nick Shute is here today with his boss, John Serrano. John's an owner of Punch Pizza in Minneapolis. Punch Pizza! And Didn't Nick hang. helps make the dough. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: geez.
1: Only now, he that makes more of it. Yeah. Oh,
3: oh geez. John just R- gave R- his R- employees
1: R- a raise to 10 bucks an hour. And that's a decision that has eased their financial stress and boosted their morale.
2: Wow, no kidding. Tonight I ask more of America's on, business
1: dude. leaders to follow John's lead. Pizza double Do what though. you can to raise your employees' wages. Isn't that odd? Michelle's standing up for that. Michelle's going to stand it's up for that. It's good for the economy. It's good for America. That's right. I wouldn't mind the raise. Come on, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> to every mayor, governor... State legislator in America, I say, you don't have to wait for Congress to act. Americans will support you if you take this on. And as a chief executive, I intend to lead by example. Profitable corporations like Costco see higher wages as the smart way to boost productivity. Costco name drop. Reduce turnover. True. You should, too. It is true. In the coming weeks, I will issue an executive order requiring federal contractors to pay their federally funded employees a fair wage of at least $10.10 an hour, because if you cook our troops' meals or wash their dishes, you should not have to live in poverty.
5: Fire up. Ready to go. Bring the troops up.
1: Of course... To reach millions more, Congress does need to get on board. Today, the federal minimum wage is worth about 20 percent less than it was when Ronald Reagan first stood here. And Tom Harkin and George Miller have a bill to fix that by lifting the minimum wage to $10.10. It's easy to remember 10-10. Just like nine Good release. Nine-nine-nine. Give businesses customers with more money to spend. It does not involve any new bureaucratic program. So join the rest of the country. Say yes. Give America a raise. Give America a raise. Give them a raise. Give them, give them a thumbs up. Give them, give
0: them a job. Give America a raise. Give them some money. Yeah. Give them health
5: care. The I guess the president must have been a fan of Aventure
3: 1010.
0: <laughs> 9-11 has just worked so well, so they need more numbers. other
1: steps we can take to help families make ends meet. And few are more effective at reducing inequality and helping families pull themselves up through hard work than the earned income tax credit. Right now, it helps about half of all parents at some point. Think about that. It helps about half of all parents in America at some point in their lives.
0: But But
1: I agree with Republicans like Senator (laughs) Rubio that it doesn't do enough for single workers who don't have kids. So let's work together to strengthen the credit, reward work. Help more Americans get ahead. Let's do more to help Americans save for retirement. Today, most workers don't have a pension. A Social Security check often isn't enough on its own. And while the stock market has doubled over the last five years, that doesn't help folks who don't have 401 pops. That's why tomorrow I will direct the Treasury to create a new way for working Americans to start their own retirement savings. What? My my RA. It's a a new savings bond that encourages folks to build a nest egg. My RA guarantees a decent return with no risk of losing what you put in. And if this Congress wants to help, work with me to fix an upside-down tax code that gives big tax breaks to help the wealthy save but does little or nothing for middle-class Americans. Offer every American access to an automatic IRA on the job so they can save at work just like everybody in this chamber can. And since the most important investment many families make is their home, send me legislation that protects taxpayers from footing the bill for a housing crisis ever again and keeps the dream of home ownership alive for future generations. The retirement One last stuff bums man on out. financial security. For decades, few things exposed hardworking families to economic hardship, more than a broken health care system. What about the economy? And in case you haven't heard, <laughs> yeah. we're in the process of fixing that. Uh,
2: uh, uh, it site still sucks. have
0: got to do Obamacare. We've got to get Obamacare in. Well, a pre-existing condition
2: it's be talked about used in the re- to mean rebuttal. that
1: someone like Amanda Shelley, a physician's assistant... And single mom from Arizona couldn't get health insurance. Uh But on January 1st, she got covered. It's morning in America. On January 3rd, (laughs) she felt a sharp pain. On January 6th, she had emergency surgery. Just one week earlier, Amanda said, and that surgery would have meant bankruptcy. That's what health insurance reform is all about. The peace of mind that if misfortune strikes, you don't have to lose everything. Already because of the Affordable Care Act, more than three million Americans under age 26 have gained coverage under their parents' plan.
2: Mr. President, what about those who don't have jobs so they
1: can afford to get the government More than nine million Americans have signed up for private health health insurance insurance, or Medicaid coverage. Nine million. And here's another number, zero. Because of this law, no American, none, zero, can ever again be dropped or denied coverage for a pre-existing condition like asthma or back pain or cancer.
2: However, they can change your plan if uh, they are discontinuing it and make you pay more.
1: Tons more. There's a loophole there, Mr. President. No woman can ever be charged more just because she's a woman and we did all this while adding years to medicare's finances keeping medicare premiums flat and lowering prescription costs for millions of seniors I do not expect to convince my Republican friends on the merits of this law.
0: Stone cold on the Republican side. Stone cold. I know that the
1: American people are not interested in refighting old battles. So uh, again, if you have specific plans to cut costs, cover more people, increase choice, tell America what you do differently. Let's see if the numbers add up but let's not have another 40-something votes to repeal a law that's already helping millions of Americans like Amanda.
0: Oh, man, calling him out for that one. Fox is going to be pissed.
2: One side of the chamber's pissed. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I know, right? Yeah. I oh, no. care less about the media. care about our representatives. They need to get their butts in gear. Who cares about the letter behind their name?
0: Wow, listen to that. They're really... The one side's standing, one side's not. <laughs> the first wow. 40 were plenty.
1: We it. all owe it to the American people to say what we're for, not just what we're against. And if you want to know the real impact this law is having, just talk to Governor Steve Bashir of Kentucky, who's here tonight.
0: I was say oh, Kentucky is not the most <laughs>
1: liberal part of the country. That's not where I got my highest vote totals. But he's like a man possessed when it comes to covering his Commonwealth's families. They're our neighbors and our friends, he said. They're people we shop and go to church with. is lieutenant
5: governor, Farmers out on crook- the tractor. And Grocery
1: clerks. They're people who go to work every morning praying they don't get sick. No one deserves to live that way. Steve's right. <laughs> That's Steve, why tonight right. I ask every American who knows someone without health insurance to help them get covered by March 31st. Help them get covered. Moms get on your kids to sign up. I'm so screwed. Kids, I can't call sign your up mom either. and walk her through the application.
2: I can't afford it. You'll give her I. some
1: peace of mind and plus she'll appreciate hearing from me. <laughs> Oh, Barry, so smooth. After all, that's the spirit that has always moved this nation forward. It's the spirit of citizenship. The recognition that through hard work and responsibility... We can pursue our individual dreams, but still come together as one American family.
2: I've done that. To make sure Mr. the President. next generation can it hasn't pursue worked. its dreams. What am I as doing well. wrong, sir?
0: I want to give him a hug right now. I love what he talks about. Citizenship like this. means standing up for everyone's right to vote. Everything he's saying is just so wonderful. It's so
2: inspirational, isn't yeah. it? It's so inspirational. He's him so hard,
4: he can't breathe.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Last year, part of the Voting Rights Act was weakened, but conservative Republicans and liberal Democrats are working together to strengthen it. And the bipartisan commission I appointed, chaired by my campaign lawyer and Governor Romney's campaign lawyer, came together and have offered reforms so that no one has to wait more than a half hour to vote. Let's support these efforts. It should be the power of our vote Power Not the size of our bank accounts That drives our democracy yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: The baddest that got struck down by the courts Was struck down because it was only limited to like a certain amount of states in the south Corporations
0: the are
1: people country.
0: His point though about campaign finances is true yes. Citizenship means
1: Standing up for the lives that gun violence steals from us each day Here we go Uh oh Gun control Here we go gun control. I've seen the courage of parents Students Pastors Police officers all over this country who say, We are not afraid. I'm not afraid. <laughs> and I intend to keep trying, with or without Congress, to help stop more tragedies from visiting innocent Americans in our movie theaters and our shopping malls or schools like Sandy Hook.
0: Oh boy.
4: That would be bad. He's going to get a lot of flack for that.
0: I'm announcing a guns program at the White House for the teachers. Guns, come to the White House. guns
1: for gift cards. I'll the give you a gun. Demands a sense of common purpose.
0: That's it for the gun talk? Participation
1: in the hard work of self-government. What? Wow. No way. An obligation to serve our communities. And I know this chamber agrees that few Americans give more to their country than our diplomats and the men and women of the United States Armed Forces. Not for the ones in Benghazi. Those ones we're just going to let die. Oh. Oof. Oof.
2: Yeah, they
0: don't exist I felt that That was oof They might ask for help We're not going to give it to them Help who? Yeah Stevens who? I don't know uh, wh- 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 uh, You're mispronouncing that What? You're talking about that guy playing Eve? I don't know what you're talking about
2: What? Call of Duty
0: What?
1: Well they're clapping that. Tonight because of the extraordinary troops and civilians who risk and lay down their lives to keep us free. Civilians okay. being contracted. The United States is more secure. When I took office nearly 180,000 Americans were serving in Iraq and Afghanistan. Now it's contracted 300,000. Today 70,000 troops are out of Iraq.
2: I mean contractors. More than
1: 60,000 of our troops have already come home from Afghanistan. How's the budget for the military? With Afghan forces now in the lead for their own security, our troops it have moved Rogers. to a support role. Oh, yeah. Together with Great our allies, guy. we will complete our mission South there chasm. by the end of this year. And America's longest <laughs> war will finally be built for its own future. If the Afghan government signs a security agreement that we have negotiated, ah, a more small contractors force of Americans could remain in Afghanistan with NATO allies to carry out two narrow missions, training and assisting Afghan forces and counterterrorism operations to pursue any revenue from al- Costco. <laughs> For while our relationship with Afghanistan will change, one thing will not. Our resolve that terrorists do not launch attacks against our wait, country.
2: Wait, wait, wait. Terrorist. There we go. We got it. We got a terrorist in there.
1: Got a fog of 11.
5: Fired up. Ready to go.
1: The fact is, that danger remains. While we've put al Qaeda's core leadership on a path to defeat, the threat has evolved as al Qaeda affiliates and other extremists take root in different parts of the world. In Yemen, Somalia, Iraq, Mali, we have to keep working with partners to disrupt and disable those networks. In Syria, we'll support the opposition that rejects the agenda of terrorist networks. Odds out. Here at home, we'll keep strengthening our defenses and combat new threats like cyber attacks. Close bases. And as we reform Uh, our defense budget, we will have to keep faith with our men and women in uniform and invest in the capabilities they need to succeed in future missions.
4: Just the word cyber makes me cringe.
1: Everybody claps on more military spending. We have to remain vigilant. Okay. But I strongly believe our leadership and our security cannot depend on our outstanding military alone. As Commander-in-Chief, I have used force when needed to protect the American people. And I will never hesitate to do so as long as I hold this office. But I will not send our troops into harm's way unless it is truly necessary, nor will I allow our sons and daughters to be mired in open-ended conflicts. Let me tell you about drones. We must fight the battles that need to be fought, not those that terrorists prefer from us. Large-scale deployments that drain our strength and may ultimately feed extremists. He's talking about drones. So even as we act... Uh, Actively and aggressively pursue terrorist networks. Through more targeted efforts and by building drones. the capacity of our foreign partners. <laughs> drones. America must move off a permanent war footing. And use drones. We can remote control
2: everything from
1: here. More jobs. That's why I've imposed prudent limits on the use of drones. Whoa, whoa limits? For we will not be safe. What? If people abroad believe we strike within their countries without regard for the consequences, he just said limits. And drones so why in the working same with this breath? Congress, I will reform our surveillance programs what? because what? the vital work of what? our intelligence oh, community on public confidence I don't believe it. here and abroad. That privacy of ordinary people is not being violated.
2: But you're <laughs> not ordinary, yeah, well. Chris. You're not ordinary. You're on a list. And we can't tell you though.
1: It's with the Afghan War ending. This needs to be the year Congress lifts the remaining restrictions on detainee transfers and we close the prison at Guantanamo Bay. I've been saying this because every year Because we counter for terrorism, not times. just through intelligence and military actions, but by remaining true to our constitutional ideals and setting an example for the rest of the world. So is he putting Guantanamo... I guess there's been a funding problem, but... Yeah. You see, okay. in a world of complex threats... They're
3: going
4: to beat Guantanamo.
1: Our security... Our leadership depends on all elements of our power, including strong and principled diplomacy. American diplomacy has rallied more than 50 countries to prevent nuclear materials from falling into the wrong hands, and allowed us to reduce our own reliance on Cold War stockpiles. American diplomacy, backed by the threat of force, is why Syria's chemical weapons are being eliminated. And we will continue to work with the international community to usher in the future the Syrian people deserve, a future free of dictatorship, terror, and fear. Wait,
2: doesn't the U.S. government do that?
1: As we speak, American diplomacy is supporting Israelis and Palestinians as they engage in the difficult but necessary talks to end the conflict there, to achieve dignity and an independent state for Palestinians, and lasting peace and security for the state of Israel. A Jewish state that knows America will always be at their side.
0: Oh, Israel gets a State of the Union mention again. Nod. We got your
1: back.
4: Like the other years of presidents been in office.
1: And it is American diplomacy. American. Backed by pressure that has halted the progress of Iran's nuclear program and rolled back parts of that program Mm. for the very first time in a decade. Mm. As we gather here tonight, Iran has begun to eliminate its stockpile of higher levels of enriched uranium. It's not installing advanced centrifuges. Unprecedented inspections help the world verify every day That Iran is not building a bomb. And with our allies and partners, we're engaged in negotiations to see if we can peacefully achieve a goal we all share preventing Iran from obtaining a nuclear weapon.
0: That IRA plan Obama mentioned, he's been pushing for that since 2008, according to Political Fact.
1: These negotiations will be difficult. They may not succeed. We are clear-eyed about Iran's support for terrorist organizations like Hezbollah, which threatens our allies. And we're clear about the mistrust between our nations, mistrust that cannot be wished away. But trust these in negotiations our own don't rely on trust. Any long-term deal we agree to must be based on verifiable action that convinces us and the international community that Iran is not building a nuclear bomb. If John F. Kennedy and Ronald Reagan could negotiate with the Soviet Union, then surely a strong and confident America can negotiate with less powerful adversaries today. The sanctions that we put in place help make this opportunity possible. But let me be clear. Okay. If this Congress sends me a new sanctions bill now that threatens to derail these talks, I will veto it. Oh. Oh, that's getting applause. For the sake of our national security, we must give diplomacy a chance to succeed. If Iran's leaders do not seize this opportunity, then I will be the first to call for more sanctions and stand ready to exercise all options to make sure Iran does not build a nuclear weapon. But if Iran's leaders do seize the chance, and we'll know soon enough, then Iran could take an important step to rejoin the community of nations, and we will have resolved one of the leading security challenges of our time without the risks of war. And finally, let's remember that our leadership is defined not just by our defense against threats, but by the enormous opportunities to do good and promote understanding around the globe, to forge greater cooperation, to expand new markets, to free people from fear and want. All right, And continue. And no NSA one is better positioned to take advantage of those opportunities than America. Our alliance with Europe remains the strongest the world has ever known. From Tunisia to Burma, we're supporting those who are willing to do the hard work of building democracy. That's questionable. In Ukraine, we stand for the principle that all people have the right to express themselves freely and peacefully, and to have a say in their country's future. Across Africa, we're bringing together businesses and governments to double access to electricity And help end extreme poverty. Double access extreme. In the Americas, we're building new ties of commerce, but we're also expanding cultural and educational exchanges among young people. And we will continue to focus on the Asia Pacific, where we support our allies, shape a future of greater security and prosperity, and extend a hand to those devastated by disaster. And get that too. As we did in the Philippines, when our Marines and civilians rushed to aid those battered by a typhoon and who are greeted with words like, we will never forget your kindness, and God bless America. We do these things because they help promote our long-term security. Not because we must. And we because do them we because we believe in the inherent dignity and equality of every human being, regardless of race or religion, color, or creed. creed or sexual orientation. And next week, the world will see one expression of that commitment, when Team USA marches the red, white, and blue into the Olympic Stadium and brings home the gold.
3: Olympics!
1: The Olympics.
0: And, oh, no. and blue and blue. By the way, I've got information on that uh, Connected Schools initiative that Obama had mentioned with the FCC, Apple, and others. Linked in the show notes,
1: if you guys want to check that out after the show. Awesome, my fellow Americans. No other country in the world does what we do. On every issue, the world turns to us, not simply because of the size of our economy or our military might, but because of the ideals we stand for and the burdens we bear to advance them. No one knows this better than those who serve in uniform. As this time of war draws to a close. A new generation of heroes returns to civilian life. We'll keep slashing that backlog so our veterans receive the benefits they've earned.
3: Oh, don't get me And our wounded
1: warriors receive the health care, including the mental health care that they need. You better. Don't get me going, Barry. You better do this one. We'll keep working to help all our veterans translate their skills and leadership into jobs here at home. And we will all continue to join forces to honor and support our remarkable military families. Let me tell you about one of those families I've come to know. Oh, good. <laughs> I first met Corey Rinsberg, a proud Army Ranger, at Omaha Beach on the 65th anniversary of D-Day. Along with some of his fellow rangers, he walked me through the program and the ceremony. He was a strong, impressive young man, He had an easy manner, he was sharp as a tack. And we joked around and took pictures, and I told him to stay in touch. A few months later, on his 10th deployment, Corey was nearly killed by a massive roadside bomb in Afghanistan. His comrades found him in a canal, face down, underwater, shrapnel in his brain. For months, he lay in a coma. The next time I met him in the hospital, he couldn't speak, could barely move. Over the years, he's endured dozens of surgeries and procedures, hours of grueling rehab every day. Even now, Cory's still blind in one eye, still struggles on his left side. But slowly, steadily, with the support of caregivers like his dad, Craig, and the community around him, Cory has grown stronger. Day by day, he's learned to speak again, and stand again, and walk again. And he's working toward the day when he can serve his country again. My recovery has not been easy, he says. Nothing in life that's worth anything is easy. Corey is here tonight, and like the Army he loves, like the America he serves, Sergeant First Class Corey Ramsberg never gives up and he does not quit.
2: that solace clap that too close guy. to the mic hot
0: mic hot mic
4: okay I really want to punch that guy
0: punch the AV guy who placed the mic there I know it's a slow clap too like it, it, you know what I bet it's boner I bet it's boner I bet his boner on he's a bottle of Mike.
2: He's clapping under the table.
0: <laughs> wow, This is uh, this is an interesting thing to really kind of put the whole speech on hold right here and really pay a tribute to this guy. You know what? Really thank him for his service and really he, he's a representative of everyone who's gone through traumatic and he's going oh, yeah. through traumatic recovery and, and
2: he's and he's pushing hard to recover. That's a thing, you know. Yeah. Some people would just And it's up. interesting,
0: before the show, remember Fox News was given a hard time about uh, 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 military service members in dress uniform being here, yeah. and it's
2: a key part of his speech. Yeah. But you know, the president did keep in touch with him. He kept his work 2009.
0: Yeah, that's true. Do you think he's going to wrap it up now with a zinger, or do you think uh, we got a little more here? Maybe a couple People of on Twitter are pissed about the short shrift of guns.
1: My fellow Americans. Here we go. My fellow Americans, men and women like Corey remind us that America has never come easy. Our freedom, our democracy has never been easy. Sometimes we stumble. We make mistakes. We get frustrated. We're discouraged. That's true. Yeah. But for more than 200 years, We have put those things aside and placed our collective shoulder to the wheel of progress, to create and build and expand the possibilities of individual achievement, to free other nations from tyranny and fear, to promote justice and fairness and equality under the law, so that the words set to paper by our founders are made real for every citizen. The America we want for our kids, a rising America where honest work is plentiful and communities are strong, where prosperity is widely shared, and opportunity for all lets us go as far as our dreams and toil will take us, none of it is easy. But if we work together, if we summon what is best in us, the way Cory summoned what is best in him, with our feet planted firmly in today, but our eyes cast toward tomorrow, I know it is within our reach. Believe it. God bless you, and God bless the United States of America. So there shir-
2: it is. So shortly after this, we're going to hear the Republican response. Well, I what called
1: you- it, no, no. the
0: State of Our Union is strong. He just dropped it completely. Did I not totally no, call no, it? He, no, he call- he, he said slipped it in, it, it in there, but he didn't end the speech with the State of Our Union. Well, is no, strong. no, it's never ended. Oh, no, it way. is? Really? Yeah, that's how he usually wraps it up. Or it's getting stronger. And I thought he might drop it. I thought there was rumor that he was going to drop that tradition, and there was scuttlebutt about it, but he still worked it into the overall speech. He just kind of did it a little differently this time. So it wasn't a full, clean break. I'll give you that. Um, so there you go. Uh, you know, It's funny, people on Twitter are also noticing that Congress is sitting there clapping at the fact that he's basically committing to bypass Congress, is really what he just kind of committed to do, um, and, and basically in every major way. And if, when he couldn't commit to bypassing Congress, he committed to putting pressure on Congress. They come away looking like a bunch of douchebags.
2: Yeah, well, do do you think that there's going to be, maybe it's a, kind of a semi-bluff, kind of like in Boker, where you you're kind of contemplating and going all in and doing the executive orders, maybe it's going to charge them up to possibly do something. No, you know,
0: you know well, I just, I just go ahead. I just don't think so.
2: Well, I, I
4: think that um, having the executive orders kind of allows the Congress to kind of shift blame on the president himself because hmm. I mean, he's, he's gonna He's going to be making this executive orders and if they don't work, Oh, there will be hell to pay.
0: Well, can't he always then just go back and say, "Well, look, I could only do as much as I could do and I this was just me doing my best attempt." Uh but really I needed Congress. So I mean, it seems like he always has that fallback. The Wall Street Journal right now yeah. has a Oh, go ahead.
4: Yeah, but do you think that think that the American people will buy that? I mean, they seem to be they think <laughs> they think that the president is the most powerful man in the in the on the world. And so they're going to think, "Well, I mean, can't the most powerful man in the world do anything he wants with these executive
2: orders? Well, so, there's there's limits to them, of course.
0: Yeah, I think and I and right. because that's fact, because that's true, he'll just be able to lean on that. Now, uh, the Wall Street Journal here has a write-up of uh, Obama's past um, commitments during uh, his State of the Union and where they kind of ended up leading. Now, I don't think we're going to be able to go through the whole list here, but uh, it looks like uh, Guantanamo gets five mentions overall – Really, no progress on that front. Um, there's essentially uh, a hit and miss record here. That's pretty much more hits than it is miss. Uh, more more myths than it. Oh, geez, more misses than it is hits. I guess I should say. There's some good. There are some hits though. There are. But I'll link to this in the show notes if you guys want to check out past and. Current
2: uh, oh, uh, they're they're uh, now advertising on CNN that uh, President Obama will have an interview with CNN and Jake Tapper on friday
0: yeah he's going to be touring now yeah so that'll be what you'll be hearing over the next couple of days is uh obama's uh uh tour to sort the of push. president
5: on tour that sounds something wrong just sounds wrong about that oh, yeah,
0: it's not too unusual where he goes out and stumps for uh for something um you know but, uh, speeches is kind of his best <laughs> his best weapon right now
5: i think something i noticed a few times i think he could have done this more often is it being a midterm election year there's a lot of stuff he could have put into the, the ball into Congress's court to do, so they can focus on that there rather than putting the blame on him.
0: Uh, yeah. Okay. So, um, politicfact.com is doing some checking right now, and they've just checked in on Obama's statement that in the he said uh, average wages have barely budged over the last four years. This, uh, according to uh, politicfact.com, is true. They yeah. say that, uh, yeah, in fact, if you go back to 2008, they haven't changed um, since. Essentially, we had the yeah, we had the yeah, corporate
3: profits, or <laughs> right, right, yeah, that are is going very up. True. yeah.
5: As far as I know, UPS's starting wage was still 8.50 when I left.
0: I wonder if that. I wonder how that minimum wage that that might be one of the bigger changes. Now that executive order he made for minimum wage only applies to new contracts with the federal government. Right. So existing contracts are not changed, and some of these contracts go out very very long time right i mean some of these contracts are are uh decades long but new contracts uh, you know eventually everything will be a new contract eventually uh will go up so uh,
2: just let you know chris i'll keep an eye on the cnn stream because i doubt that the uh, the, uh, white house is going to cover the republican response right (laughs) so um i'll keep you posted and let you know but right now he's uh he's leaving he's going to be going to the after party and uh
0: somebody's got the coke so, who's got the blow <laughs> that's, what, that's what's going on. hey you got the blow hey hey hey, uh, hey you got the blow by
4: your mexican drug dealer
0: where's the blow uh where's the blow at and i'm watching the fox feed right now too um ooh, there's some kissing going on who now
5: no i didn't watch the entire thing but was there any mention of the drug war during the entire thing
0: no
2: not really uh, i didn't, I didn't so, catch
5: it
0: let's talk about our surprises while we kind of wait to see if the uh, republican response that comes around so my surprise uh short shrift to the gun discussion and that was a big upset on twitter it too. was
2: really like a, a paragraph that i'm was okay with it. that
0: i really didn't feel like we needed to dredge that up for the millionth time um i was kind of surprised at how hard he harshed on congress about the vote 40 times to try to repeal obamacare yeah. i thought that was
2: i was he zinged him a little bit yeah
0: he yeah it was it wasn't like too rough but it was it was a zinger. Um, I I think the thing that really jumps out at me at the end there is how much time they spent with that veteran, and I'm not I don't think that was necessarily a bad call. No, but-
2: and it was more more to show that if if he has the balls and the initiative to persevere after. He was face down in a puddle, basically right. almost dead. I and mean, he's
0: supposed to be a metaphor, right, for right. America. Right, exactly. And I also think too that, you know, it's good to end on something that both sides of the aisle will clap on so that way you end on a real high note, right? Because yeah. nobody's gonna not clap for that.
2: No, no, of course not. No, I mean and, and some of the things for me, you know, obviously I thought that uh, you know, him and, and a lot of others have started to forget about the, the current unemployed people that are out, out here. He brought that up, obviously. What did you think
0: about his employment coverage?
2: Uh, there's a lot of generalities, and of course, you couldn't go into specifics. It's a it's a stump speech, right? It's a State of the Union, but uh, I mean, he was trying to show that hey, we want to bring jobs back here and start insourcing instead of outsourcing. And I agree with the fact that it's not just about tax loopholes. I know there's a lot of focus on that, but it's not just about that. It's about policies uh, that make it very, mm-hmm. very favorable for businesses to push right. and 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 uh, do not just tax accounting, but other creative accounting. Uh, for them to push jobs overseas uh, and also the H1 uh, visa program as well and talking about qualified workers and you know he went into that whole section about education. It really frustrates to me like for example, my wife is, is educated You know she's got a, a bachelor, she has a degree and that doesn't make a difference and so you he talks about education and talks about how we need to have our workforce educated and be skilled and ready to go. There's people out there that are skilled and ready to go right now. And that's that's a little frustrating. I
0: also think it's interesting that uh, and and this probably just speaks to his first uh, his first term financers But I find it so interesting that Obama is so heavily focused on uh, getting college education. I know that's a it's a good thing to say publicly, and B, I mean it does help. It yes. helps but I also think in our I don't, I could be way off, but I yeah. get the sense that moving forward the American economy isn't nimble enough where, where people can afford to spend four years, five years, six years learning something and then getting that far in debt all the time for, for a lot of work case scenarios. I think there's going to be a lot of trade-specific well, jobs in the future, manufacturing, uh, high-end like technical jobs, development jobs, things like that, that maybe uh, a four-year degree isn't necessarily the best way to get in and get started. Well,
2: that's, that's the thing, right? He's concentrating on education and, and talking about how it's
0: necessary. And I feel like he's doing that because if you look at who paid his way into the White House his right. first term it was uh, in a large part the colleges
2: but a lot of college kids right now can't even get get jobs i mean they're, they're, And i think that's
5: what he alluded to when he mentioned that he wanted to bring trade specific programs into the high schools which right. i don't think he might actually do depending on well, well, what's actually required out of right. congress to get that done
0: the chat room is uh, the chat room is harshing on the on the, I, on that sergeant saying that he was being used as a prop and that's you know they always do that
2: well, the thing is, and, you know, I was kind of going back and forth with uh, Peregrine Falcon and then saying, well, if he didn't want to go, the soldier didn't want to go, you know, I bet you he could have found it. I know the commander-in-chief, when they ask you to attend, you right. kind of have to go. But remember, he's medical. He's he's under lots of rehab right now. If, a, if He could possibly find a doctor that says, hey, you know, I can write you up. You shouldn't go. Yeah. It would be you know not good for. You, you can't
0: blame him. I would do it too if I were well, him. Well, sure. I mean, uh, yeah. So here's the official count. Two mentions uh for guns in the entire speech. How about that? Now, I I'm just that was my biggest uh takeaway surprise from this.
5: Compared to last year,
0: he spent a, he can spend he spent a considerable amount of time on it last year. It was one of his key talking points.
5: I think the biggest difference is Last year, the State of the Union was coming just about a month after yeah, a right, tragic event. Right, right true. Yeah. All
0: right, I think we might have the GOP response here on the Fox feed. Let me uh, pop uh, this up and no, see. No, yeah. yeah, and
2: that's what's going to be. Oh, awaiting. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're getting over here on too. Her
1: parents' farm worked at McDonald's at one point, and they think that she has the capability to outline a hopeful Republican economic message that will connect with a lot of middle class people and with a lot of moms and a lot of Republicans. This
0: is interesting, right? This is interesting positioning too, uh, because. Of course, in this 2016. This is not by accident. This is definitely Hillary's going to be running, right? Yes. Yeah, so. You think you think it might be related to that?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I, I definitely. I mean, plus I, the Republican
0: Party has had an image problem in the past. I remember last year, what was it? Who was it? Rubio? Who was the guy who who got uh, all dry mouthed during his uh, uh, his response? Remember that? And He had to stop and take oh, a sip it of was, water.
2: It, wasn't it uh, Billy Jindal? Oh. Well, no, or, or the, the guy from uh, Rufio Louisiana. Was it Rufio? I'm not I don't Rufio. know. I'm sure the chat I'm thinking knows. two years ago.
0: But should we check in with Wolf and see what Wolf's uh, doing?
2: Well, they got the panel here with Anderson Cooper, and they're talking with the Republican uh, oh, contributor to saying, CNN. Well,
6: I, th- I think what he was doing was taking the side of the American public in all of this, essentially saying, okay, Congress didn't get anything done. Maybe things didn't yeah, go well well so on Well, she's on smart Obama there. Hair, but <laughs> Okay, now we just have to move on. Well, what would we House Republicans actually
4: deliver on from this speech?
6: Well, I think, you know, I think he did sort of open the door on immigration, for okay. example. I agreement in other areas, tax, lowering corporate tax rates, the corporate for example, tax that rates that was another support. Uh, another area. Yeah. New, did the, did anything yeah. well, let me
5: just point out, <clears throat> speeches are terrific.
3: And, and <laughs> Clinton came in and sold health care, and it lasted four days. And then it disintegrated in 1993-94. <clears throat> problem this president has is that this morning, Senator Tom Coburn announced he had lost his cancer doctor.
5: Under the
0: Obamacare
3: bill, which is true. Yeah. Now so, that I mean, kind of stuff. a Totally after misleading day, story, by the way.
0: Of
5: course it is. Paul, you know, the
0: no nobody has ever found that their private insurer has told them that they are that the, the doctor oh, they were using is no longer in network. I know it's.
5: I know it's. You, know, it's, you to
0: it's,
3: hear this. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a garbage story. <laughs> oh, oh boy! Fight! Fight! Fight, fight!
2: Fight! 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 There you go. I think there's one at a time. I want to see blood. Fight!
0: Fight! Fight! Clinton talked health care and didn't happen. Obama talked health care and it did happen. And it's not going if you
2: to be reversed. That. And that's the. We're going to want to keep it on the CNN feed because Fox just switched over.
0: So we're. we're
2: Do you want me we're, me to
6: play? We'll see what she's got. She's just starting. Our world has ever seen a nation where we are not defined by our limits, but by our potential. This is Kathy
2: McMorris Rogers, Republican from Washington State.
6: Where a girl who worked at the McDonald's drive thru to help pay for college can be with you from the United States Capitol. But the most important moments right now aren't happening here. They're not in the Oval Office, or in the House Chamber. They're in your homes, kissing your kids goodnight, figuring out how to pay the bills, getting ready for tomorrow's doctor's visit, waiting to hear from those you love serving in Afghanistan, or searching for that big job interview. After all, we the people have been the foundation of America since her earliest days. People from all walks of life and from all corners of the world People who come to America because here, no challenge is too great and no up. dream too big. Ready to go. That's the genius of America. Tonight, the president made more promises that sound good, but won't actually solve the problems facing Americans. We want you to have a better life. The president wants that too. But we part ways when it comes to how to make that happen. So tonight... I'd like to share a more hopeful Republican vision, one that empowers you, not the government. It's one that champions free markets and trusts people to make their own decisions, not a government that decides for you. It helps working families rise above the limits of poverty and protects our most vulnerable. And it's one where Washington watching' not by same the same, same statements. rules that you do. It's a vision that is fair exact
4: same and offers but the promise of a
6: better future for every American. If you would have told me as a little girl that I would one day put my hand on the Bible and be sworn in as a 200th woman to serve in the House of Representatives, I wouldn't have thought it possible. I grew up working on my family's orchard and fruit stand in Kettle Falls, a small town in eastern Washington, getting up before dawn with my brother to pick apples. My dad drove a school bus and my mom worked as a part-time bookkeeper and it rained a lot they taught lot. me Actually, Eastern to Washington, work hard not that much. help <laughs> <More> others, snow. <laughs> and always always dream for more so when i showed my 4-h animals at the county fair <laughs> my parents used to say to me kathy you need to save this money so you can go to college one day and so i did i saved i worked hard and i became the first in my family to graduate from college the chance to go from my Washington to this one was unexpected. I came to Congress to help empower people, not politicians, to grow the working middle class, not the government, and to ensure that everyone in this country can find a job. This is a, a sales pitch for her because yeah, more, a job it, she's, she's given so background. Much more than a paycheck, you know why, right?
2: It's Washington it State. No one knows purpose, about us up here.
6: I guess. Dignity and the foundation of the future. I was single when I was elected, but it wasn't long before I met Brian, a retired Navy commander, and now we have 3 beautiful children, one who was born just 8 weeks ago. Let's like get to the substance, parents, Kathy. We Come have on. High hopes Let's and go. Let's dreams for our children. But we also know what it's like to face challenges. I think she was
0: smoking when she wrote
6: this. 3 days after our son was born, Cole, we got news. A quick no puff. parent expects Cole was diagnosed with down syndrome. The doctors told us he could have endless complications, heart defects, even early alzheimers. They told us all the problems. But when we looked at our son, we saw only possibilities. We saw a well, good gift for her from she's got congress healthcare. We see a 6-year-old <laughs> boy who dances to Bruce Springsteen, who reads above grade level, and who is the best big brother in the world.
3: All right. We see all I would hate to be that he kid.
6: can do. Not those he can't. Cole and his sisters, Grace and Glenn have only made me more oh. determined to see the potential in every human In a sense. Life. Is she saying... That whether we're born with an extra 21st chromosome... That
5: America has Down, Down syndrome? Yeah, name, <laughs> pretty much.
6: We are not defined by our limits, but by our potential. Because our mission, not only as Republicans, but as Americans, is to once again ensure... That we are not bound by where we come from, but empowered by what we
0: can become. This is not really... Do you want to listen to this whole thing? Because this is not really...
2: We should be fair here. I I know, but
0: she's not talking about anything.
2: Just give it a moment.
6: And where you want to be. The president talks a lot about income inequality. Here we go. But the real gap we face today is one of opportunity inequality. And with this administration's policies, that gap has become far too wide. We see this gap growing every single day. That gap. We see it in our neighbors who are struggling to find jobs. A husband who's now working just part-time. A child who drops out of college because she can't afford tuition. Or parents who are outliving their life savings. Last month, more Americans stopped looking for a job then found one. Yeah, Too many people are falling further and further behind. Everybody
2: wants to cut it off.
6: The president's policies are making people's lives harder. Republicans have plans to close the gap. Plans that will focus on jobs first, without more spending, government bailouts, and red tape. Every day, we're working to expand our economy. One manufacturing job, nursing degree, and small business at a time. We have plans to improve our education and training systems. Like, so you like have what? the choice to determine where your kids go to school. So college is affordable and skills training is modernized. And yes, it's time to honor our history of legal immigration. We're working on a step-by-step solution to immigration reform. By first securing step by our borders step. and making I sure America like to hear America the
4: explanations on how.
6: attract the best brightest and hardest working from around the world and with too many americans living paycheck to paycheck we have solutions to help you take home more of your pay through lower taxes cheaper energy cost and affordable health care not long ago i got a letter from betty in spokane who had hoped the president's health care law would save her money but found out instead her premiums were going up nearly seven hundred dollars a month. We've all talked to too many people who've received cancellation notices they didn't expect or who can no longer see the doctors they always have. No, we shouldn't go back to the things the way things were, but this law is not working. Republicans believe health care choices should be yours not the government's and that whether you're a boy with Down syndrome or a woman with breast cancer, you can find coverage and a doctor who will treat you. So we hope the president will join us in a year of real action by empowering people, not by making their lives harder with unprecedented spending, higher taxes, and fewer jobs. As Republicans, we advance these plans every day because we believe in a government that trusts people and doesn't limit where you finish because of where you started that is what we stand for it's for an America that is every bit as compassionate as it is exceptional if we're successful years from now our children will say that we rebuilt the American dream we built a working middle class that could take in anyone and a workforce that could take on the world Whether you're a girl in Kettle Falls or a boy from Brooklyn, our children should be able to say that we close the gap. Our plan is one that dreams big for everyone and turns its back on no one. The president said many things tonight, but now I ask him to listen to you for the true state of the union lies in your heart and in your home. Tomorrow, I'll watch my son Cole get on the school bus others will wait in the doctor's office or interview for that first job some of us will celebrate new beginnings others will face great challenges but all of us will wake up and do what is uniquely American we will look forward to the boundless potential that lies ahead we will give thanks to the brave men and women who have answered America's call to freedom like Sergeant Jacob Hess from Spokane, who recently gave his life to protect all of ours. So tonight, I simply offer a prayer. A prayer for Sergeant Hess's family, your family, and for our larger American family, that with the guidance of God, we may prove ourselves worthy of His blessings of life liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. For we Really going for the conservative vote there. We are each doing our part to form a more perfect union. Too much religion. Union. May God guide you and our president, and may God continue to bless the United States of America. Way All right.
2: too much. So, so let, me, let me say a couple things first. Population. I mean, to be fair, I mean, you know, we gave the president of the United States 45, 50 minutes of, of time, and... To, we were ready to shut her down after seven minutes.
0: And she has a lot less pauses. Well, and a lot less
2: uh,
5: people clapping.
0: I think the problem was is the the bulk of the— She front-loaded her speech with a whole bunch of personal crap, like we should care who the hell she is.
5: And comparing right. the country as if we have Down syndrome.
0: But I will say this. In terms of like a face for the GOP— She is the best representative I have seen on the air in a long time. At least we know
2: where she stands. She's a hell of
0: a lot better than Boner. She's a hell of a (laughs) lot better than uh, uh, Rove. right? Any of these people who are generally in front of the camera a lot, quote-unquote – representing the GOP. Uh top, hands down I think she's the best I've ever seen yeah. and she seems like honestly like a politician I wouldn't mind hearing more from right. as long as we don't have to have this front loaded introduction every time about how, you know, family worked at well, McDonald's she, yada she, yada yada. She
2: set the tone obviously for for 20 uh, 2016. We 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 already realized that she's going to be on that uh, on any presidential debate probably in the er- early stages of course. Yeah. And so we're going to find out more about her. Yeah, she might
0: be an early contender. But,
2: but this is one of those opportunities where, obviously, a lot of her points came from the Republican Party, and they probably asked her, "Hey, we need you to tell the American people a little bit about yourself, especially middle, middle America, who yeah, doesn't even connect know about with the people." Right, right. Right. Talk
0: about talk about I, McDonald's.
2: I, I just I just don't understand. You know, I, I like to keep a, a pulse on things, and you know, we we call things how as, as we see them here, and. Obviously, she offered some alternatives, if you will, saying about free market and you know the uh, we didn't, we need less government involvement. Yeah, but at the same time, it was thanks to additionally Republican policies that helped shift some of the uh, companies' work overseas so and i those those types of things. Go, so you know, I don't understand. Speaking
0: specifically to her speech, what what the problem I so the first thing that happens is when you come out and you do a response speech, it doesn't matter if it's a it's a if it's a Republican in office or a Democrat and then, right. you know who doesn't you whenever you criticize their points, the 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 human reaction is okay, well, Mr. smarty Pants, what's your answer? And the problem is is uh, the and I maybe this is just the way it's done because of tradition, but the GOP response is is just as thin on details as Obama's speeches, thin on details. In fact, even if not even more so. And the problem is she uses terms like "quote unquote" close the gap. Well, what does that act? She said close the gap three times. Well, yeah, but which, what does that
2: actually yeah, which mean? Which gap? All right? Yeah, yeah, exactly.
4: Yeah, I totally agree. Because like she was, she was, she's a smooth talker, but there was no like back backing of like what she was saying at all.
0: I think some real details here because this is a this is a losing battle for the Republicans where, you know, uh, I mean, like I was saying at the top of the show Obama and his administration have really campaigned on the dysfunction of Congress. He talked about the government shutdown. That was the climax. You guys got to remember that government shutdown was years in the orchestrating on Obama's part squarely so he could put the blame on Congress for failed initiatives, right? I mean, I believe that to be the truth. And so this is all – if you look at that framing of all of these conversations we've had about Congress and all of that, she has to come out there with more than just what's been said, more than just platitudes. She has to come out there and say – this is the Republican Party. This is the new Republican Party. This is what we're doing to close the gap. What is that gap? This is the gap. The gap is the income disparity between the middle class, the poor, and the and the top rich. That gap. The gap is job gap. The gap is the economy. Whatever the gap is, you need to be more specific about it and how you're going to fix it. Otherwise, it honestly just sounds like having a response for having a response sake.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, Yeah. You're right. I mean, but there's no substance on either side. I mean, and, and there's no individual talking points. And here's the thing, right? She's a part of that Congress right now. So if there's something that sh- they obviously she wants to push ahead, right? She should introduce something. She
0: could do something. There you go. She's
2: actually a part of that process and a part of those machines.
0: How are you going to make jobs? What are you going to do, right? And I realized that she had a very fixed amount of time, but maybe we reduce the backstory by half. I'm not saying cut it out completely, reduce the backstory by half and fill that with some details. Right. I, 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 maybe they don't want to expose their playbook. I don't know what it is. But to me, that's always felt like the case. And it really felt true this time. And the other thing is, is it's it's in stark contrast because Obama literally talked about things he's going to do on his own via executive action. So this particular speech of Obama's was slightly more, I'm going to do this because I'm going to take action without Congress. And so she's coming after a speech where if there ever was any actual actionable items the president right. listed in the State of the Union, it was, this, it was this address, and then she comes out with no actionable well, items.
2: Well, I will say this. First off, she, uh, they don't get a, uh, the speech of the president ahead of time. So she had to craft her response based upon ideas of what he, what she thought or they thought he was going to talk about. But now here's where the action going to take place, right? He's already laid out his plan of, of unilaterally doing action. So now it's back on Congress to see, and I don't have any stock in this, to see if they actually will take any action on anything. I mean right now Congress has an approval rating of less than 20 percent, and they are awful when it comes to rea- uh, to making any kind of reaction – uh, Democrat, Republican, or the, well, m- the minor. You know,
0: and this is what was bugging me during. So here's what was bugging me during Obama's speech: is Obama's like Congress needs to do this, Congress needs to do that, and then he gives one throwaway line. He didn't even say uh, he didn't even say campaign finance reform. He just says we need to get some of the money out of politics. But the reality is, is all of these people here. It is not in their best interest to do what Obama says they need to do, and it's not in their best interest for what the American citizens need. It is in the best interest for the people who finance them and what they need. And the problem is, that's who Congress reports to. That's who Congress is. Uh, Will is being carried out. And so unless you address that particular problem, Obama can wish for stuff to change until the cows come home. If if Congress is being incentivized by outside forces who don't agree with his goals, it's just not going to happen. Nothing's going to change. No,
2: no, it's not. No.
0: But, you know, I think what is interesting is now we are seeing, it it shifts now. Now that Obama doesn't have to run for an election, these kinds of things, the the conversation and the tone shifts, and now you kind of know where his positions are, now we're going to be seeing responses to that over the next few weeks. Also, a slight mention to the NSA stuff, but considering how it's absolutely dominated the headlines throughout the weeks and weeks and weeks since the Snowden revelations, it would have been nice if maybe it got a little bit more than just that brief mention, a little more details about how our privacy is going to be protected, but, you know, what? Whatever. I mean, I guess that wasn't to be expected. Yeah, no.
4: I, I just thought that it was kind of. I, I I thought it was very underplayed.
2: Do you think he was trying to
4: justify his drone policy
0: in that in that section about the drones?
2: I found it very interesting that. I, I found it very interesting that. Yeah. I found it very interesting. That, that uh, the president talked about the limits of, of drones, not necessarily the expansion of the program, but actually putting caps and limits on it.
0: Well, yeah. Well,
2: what? that's what – I know. That's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Right. But we'll see what really happens. Remember
0: right. how that drone program was secret until like like when we started the unfiltered show? Remember how right. it was just yeah. a secret not yeah. too long ago? Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah.
0: All right, Mumble Room. Well, thanks you guys for uh, helping us uh, sit through this and uh, hope you guys uh, will stick around for the post show for the supporters. But Mr. Chase. Yes, sir. As we sort of wind down for the evening, we yes. say goodbye. You still have reaction, by the way, going on on the cable news networks. Rand Paul's on Fox News right now and CNN and, and others are also going. But- it is time for us to sort of wrap up the Unfilter Show, and I want to remind folks that they can not catch the Unfilter Show live, usually on a Wednesday. We did this one on Tuesdays, but you can always find out what we're up to by going to jupiterbroadcasting.com slash calendar. Yeah, that's right.
2: Now, uh, remember, we ask all you guys to head over to the Unfilter subreddit. This is where you can upvote, downvote, submit your stories. Help
0: shape the content you of know this year's show.
2: I know, by the way, there's other responses. Uh, someone just posted a link in the chat room to the Tea Party response, you know what? Okay. You know, a good spot to post that. Chris is
0: over on the Unfiltered subreddit, Unfilter.reddit.com. How's our subscriptions looking, Chase? I'll tell you. in Episode eighty-two, you made a prediction. I did. You said one thousand one hundred and eleven. All right. Well, I'm I'm refreshing it. Go <laughs> ahead, right, Chase. Uh, last minute refresh. There. Right, last minute
2: refresh. This is always when Reddit goes down. Yeah, so. yeah. So I'm refreshing it, and uh, uh, you know what? Full disclosure, didn't make it. Oh! The streak is over. Dang. Now I'll, I might refresh. Do you want to hold that prediction? I, I'm going to refresh it one more time before the show officially ends. But right now we're at
0: eleven ten. Do you want to go? Uh, do you want to make a prediction for next week?
2: Yeah, I got to go eleven fifteen. All right, we'll do it. Eleven
0: <laughs> fifteen, it 11.15. one five. Help us get that number up.
2: Now, Chris, you obviously have been following the pulse of things on Twitter, uh, and you probably will push out your responses. Where do you go? You for know, that?
0: Chase. I was just thinking like twitter.com/slash/chrislas for Linux Action Show. Yeah, I that just thought sense. that. What about you? Are you are you on, are you on I am. Twitter?
2: I, you know, I give you more characters just at, at Nunes and you N E S. It gives you uh, three additional characters outside nice. of your name.
0: Oh, good thinking, Chase. Yeah, Way buddy. to plan ahead. Yeah. Now, if I wanted to watch some sort of content, maybe Minecraft, gaming, content, gaming, gaming, CES stuff. Oh, yeah, uh, where would I go? You
2: can go to geekgamer.tv, Chris. You can watch it on your uh, on your computer and also on Roku. There's an app there too. Holy smokes! Now, don't forget. Oh, by the way, late breaking news: It is now
0: at eleven eleven.
3: Boom! So the streak continues. The <laughs>
0: Perfect. Oh. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for tuning this week's episode of Unfilter. Don't forget, we want you to join us live, and we want to hear from you. Go over to JupiterBroadcasting.com, pop that contact link, choose Unfilter from the drop down, fill it out, send it in to us, and we'll read it on a future show or go to the subreddit.
2: Oh, and don't forget, you guys, we will be back here at our normal day in time next Wednesday. Uh, what is it, 6 p.m., 6 30 p.m. Pacific yeah. for the pre
0: show? Sounds good to me, Chase. All right, you guys. Well,
2: you guys have a great one, and we'll see you right back here <laughs> next. next week.